Welcome to the Armageddon in Retrospect podcast. This is Yahweh, or as some like to call me, Jehovah. We'll get into that later. In any case, I am the Almighty, the Alpha, the Omega, King fucking Dingling himself. Today I'm taking over this episode to answer some questions from worshipers. If you remember, the Watchtower magazine used to have a section called Questions from Readers. But now that the magazine is just a set of covers with nothing in between, that section has been eliminated. Sure, they have a frequently asked questions section on their website, but I don't go on the internet. I don't know about you, but frankly, I'm afraid of disproving my own existence. That's why I avoid it. Anyways, let's begin with some questions. First question comes from BS in Switzerland. He asks, or she, I don't know, just fucking initials. Are you an interventionist god or not? Well, BS, it's really the wrong lens to view things from. You really need to consider my actions from the viewpoint of attachment theory. Allow me to explain. I created my worshipers and humans in general with an anxious or fearful attachment style so that they wouldn't forget that they need me to exist and take care of them. Didn't realize at the time, but I was actually setting a trap for myself. You see, after years of therapy, I realized that I have an avoidant attachment style. I'm really stuck. Everyone is being so needy all of the time, constantly praying, Oh, Jehovah, help me find my keys. Oh, Jehovah, help us to expand our real estate portfolio. Oh, Jehovah, help me to get it up. And that's just Anthony Morris. There's millions and millions of them praying all the time. I just can't take it. It says right in the Bible, if you see my face, you will die. Can't you humans take a hint? And then you have Jesus, my own son, saying, Oh my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, Jesus, you're going to have to work it out on your own. Figure out your own abandonment issue. Everyone wants to draw close to me, and all it does is push me further away. I hope that answers your question. The next question is from HK in Guam. HK asks, Jehovah, which is your favorite genocide? Well, HK, thank you for noticing that I have a big sword and I'm not afraid to swing it. You know the old saying, you have to crack a few eggs, and I forgot the rest. Mostly I'm looking forward to Armageddon. Why? Well, each day that passes, there's more and more people for me to kill, and I can't wait to rain fireballs on most of humanity. Historically, I would have to say it's the flood. The flood, it was just a good old-fashioned drowning, and I enjoyed watching women and children and woolly mammoths all just sink and gasp for 
aired. The best part was, afterwards I made a rainbow appear. Ta-da! <laughs> I'll never do that thing again. Oh, wait. The footnote says I'll never do that again with water. Ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Next question comes from DL in Canada. Why did you pick Joseph Rutherford and his associates as your representatives on Earth in 1919? Well, that's pretty easy. Rutherford called himself a judge. I'm a judge too. Rutherford didn't like women. I can't stand women either. Rutherford didn't like for people to have fun. I don't like for humans to have fun. He was a temperamental bastard who didn't handle dissent well. So am I. I have to say frankly, since he's been up in heaven, we've been having a great time together. Boy, the conversations. If you could be a fly on the wall, you would be amazed. The next question is from FW in Mexico. Why is the Bible so boring? Well, FW, have you ever tried to write a 1,500-page book that's headed nowhere? It's fucking hard, and I'm no David Foster Wallace. Look, I had a writing coach, and the first bit of advice a writing coach gave me at the community college was to just write a shitty first draft. That's what I did. I wasn't expecting the humans who worship me to be inspired and run with it. They went and made the Bible. That's all the Bible is, a shitty first draft. I didn't even get a chance to do any editing before it was published. And because I'm the Almighty, I can't necessarily go back on my word. The next question comes from JT in the United States. He asks, how do you correctly pronounce your name? And does it matter to you if your worshipers pronounce it correctly? Well, it's not Jehovah, that's for sure. Everyone, even people who aren't my worshippers, realize that that's not the proper pronunciation of my name. It's Yahweh, not Jehovah. So I don't necessarily appreciate it when some miseducated dumbasses call me some fake name. But apparently they think it's okay to change my name. It's just one of the most important issues in the universe. Why not? Go ahead and sanctify the wrong fucking name. The final question I'll tackle today comes from MV in France. MV asks, why did you allow and even sanction slavery in the Bible? Well, MV, I'm a huge fan of free labor. That's why. And look, it was a fairly benevolent form of slavery. I don't see why people get all up in arms about it. I wouldn't let my worshippers beat their slave to death. They could beat them to near death, but couldn't kill them without getting in trouble. Uh, the slaves, if they were fellow Hebrews, got released after several years. That's nice. I mean, they had to leave their, their wives and children behind, but hey, come on, it's not bad, right? You see, the, the slaves became defeated and institutionalized under my arrangement. So much so that they didn't even want to leave their masters most of the time. It was a great arrangement for everyone involved. That's it for today. All the questions I can handle. I have a very 
busy schedule ahead of me. If you want to reach me, I apologize. My Twitter account at the real Yahweh has been banned. That was really the only way to contact me, but, uh, so, you could try praying, but we already have been through that, I think. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back again in the near future, just like Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, God is great. Yeah, yeah, God is good. Yeah, yeah. Just a slob like-